0: Welcome back to the Ultimate Playlist Podcast, full of choice tracks. I'm Damon. I'm Dietrich. I'm Taj. And we're fucking tired. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's the holidays, and uh, we're going to take a little break. But while we're taking a break, we want you all to uh, check out one of our older episodes. What do you think, Taj? What do
1: you got in the, uh, the vault? Well, I was thinking we go way back and we do like episode 15, uh, and we do new year, new you. What do you think?
0: Oh, um, man. That is all. Yeah. What do you think, Dietrich? I'm on a new level. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on a new level. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Okay. So yeah, if I, if I remember right, yeah, I think I had like, uh, I, I picked a pink song, which yeah, she's an awesome artist and, um, Haim. Yeah. We went, we went over Haim. So uh, right. great band. Yeah. Love to revisit that. I hope you all enjoy uh, our rants and, and uh, our picks. Um, and I'm going to get some more eggnog. I don't know about you, but <laughs>
1: <Save> <laughs> it's the
0: for holidays. What's yeah, that interesting?
2: Save some for me.
0: <laughs> I, I'll send you some, man. That'll work. Everybody gets eggnog spiked for Christmas.
1: That's
2: what I'm talking about.
1: Right. Okay, well, let's go and jump into that episode then.
0: To your ultimate playlist podcast, full of choice tracks. I'm Damon. I'm Brandon. I'm Dietrich, and I'm Taj. Still, oh, okay. Yes, still. <laughs> all right. I'll take that. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna start off with uh, side A of the record, where we pick a topic and we pick our choice track that we think goes with that topic. Hey Taj, drop the needle. All right. So all right. um... Our, our theme for this episode is, uh, it's going to be new year, new you. So I, I picked something that I thought would be kind of like an uplifting song that it, it's almost like, I think it, it almost could go with New Year's New Year's Eve, um, that, that kind of thing, but it's also like, uh, something you can work out to, I don't know, whatever, whatever you want to listen to that, you know, to keep you going, um, this artist, she's been around since the early 2000s. This album came out in 2010. Typically, that's what I pick is stuff that came out in 2010 to now. That's, I think there was a whole new era of just like new artists, new styles of music. Um, I don't know if her music's, her music is pop, but she did kind of, uh, break ground with like, I think a different style of pop. I did see her live. That's also what I like to stick to. That's kind of like most of the stuff I like to talk about is an experience that, you know, I've seen this artist on stage as well. Uh, Pink. So uh, the band Pink is uh, great. Yeah. And the song I picked is Raise Your Glass. Raise your glasses. It's, you know, you could see yourself doing a toast on New Year's Eve, that sort of thing, or working out, whatever. But, uh, she, she's a great artist. Uh, my story real quick is when I saw her live, um, the album just came out and I believe you could buy the CD and get concert tickets too. And I think that my wife got the CD. We went to the, we went to the concert and I didn't know what to expect. I was, I was thinking maybe, okay, um, they're, they're pretty poppy. I don't dislike pop music, but I didn't really know much about pink. So what, what she did was at the show, she had a, um, she had a little thing where she was showing like a slideshow. Right. And it was her when she was a kid, it was her with her family and then her friends. I think some newer stuff with the bandmates before the show we're hanging out in the crowd. There's some people walking around with a video camera and all kinds of stuff. We didn't know who, I didn't know who was in the band. Um, who was affiliated with this, you know, with pink, whatever. And they were like talking about some of their stories and they were taking video. We were in the video, I think, I don't know what they did with it, but next thing I know they're on the stage with pink. They're the band. Right. So we're in the crowd hanging out with the whole band. I'm like, well, what is going on? Uh, it was a pretty good experience. Um, but uh, yeah. So razor glass. though so is like, yeah, that's a, that's a fun song. Um, I don't know. I don't know if like pink is she's poppy, but she's not necessarily in the same I wouldn't say the same category as some pop music where you're just like like I don't want to listen to this at all it's nothing nothing like what I would would want to listen to She has kind of like a like a rock side to her too but uh yeah anyway, so what do you guys think uh brandon what's your what's your thoughts man on pink and this song It's fine. <laughs> right.
2: That was the insight, <laughs> no, I, man. That was beautiful.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wouldn't expect anything else from you, Brandon. <laughs> no, it's, no, it's okay. I I don't dislike
3: Pink. I just, right. I I don't know if I've listened to a full album by her, but I've heard some of her songs, and she's very talented. Um, it's just not my go-to music, you know. Right. Um, but yeah. So. Maybe I, maybe I missed something earlier in the conversation. How does this
0: song connect to the theme for you? Uh, so like, uh, like new beginnings, new year, a lot of her, uh, Pink's music, I think is like motivational music. Um, maybe based partly on her upbringing and her experiences. She's, she's definitely a woman that's like, she's out there to, to, to make things happen for herself. Right. Um, I think that. Raise your glasses is, is what I was saying earlier. It kind of like is like a New Year's song, right? It's New Year's, New You. I think it's like, if you're going to do a toast, you're going to say what you want to do in your your New Year coming up. You know, that's that's kind of how I related that, so... Yeah, I mean it. To me, it was
3: definitely a vast improvement from your yeah. last voice. So, you know. Nice. So, yeah, no, it, it was. It wasn't bad at all. Oh, I
0: feel good about I, it now.
3: Yeah, no, no, it wasn't bad at all. I, I feel like I, I know I've heard this song before at some point, but I can't remember the last time I heard it. Um, but yeah, yeah, it was. It, it was one that you could listen to again if you needed to. So, <laughs> if
0: you out. needed some motivation. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I could see it for sure. So yeah, it could be a. I I could see it being in like a movie or something too. It might be something that would be good in like a scene in a in a show or a movie. Um, I I I mean I don't know for sure, but Pink must have some stuff on a soundtrack somewhere.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, she's well, too prolific to not have something somewhere. Well, she also right. was one of the. the the
3: co-singer is
2: in that uh, Moulin Rouge song. Yes, she was. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. She was great in that. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yes. yeah. Fink is definitely a, a mainstay when it comes to music in, a, in general. Um, I follow her career from the beginning when she came in as actually an R&B artist. Um, she was signed under L.A. Reid and he wanted her to come out as a white R&B singer because of her chops and her voice. And, um, as she got along and, and got through the industry like that, she was called pink because, you know, of course that was her name, but also that was her moniker become of her hair. Um, she had a vibrant print color hair and, and that's how she rocked it. And she came out, you know, singing songs like You Make Me Sick and was all about the kind of female empowerment in an R and B sense. Um, even though she didn't want to sing those songs, um, that's the way that she got into the business. And then as she separated from L.A. Reed um she actually started doing her own rock type of songs came out more gritty more powerful and you know definitely she's a writer songwriter slash singer powerful chops powerful voice so this song was just a uh what do you call it a cherry on top of the cake type situation um especially for being rock slash poppy and going off and making its own hit and its own sales and and she's definitely made a name for herself in the business. So when you said this song, I was like, yeah, that 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 definitely fits. What will be played like a New Year's party with all the confetti coming down and the champagne flowing and everybody jumping up and down and you know just giving a chance to start off the New Year right. So good choice.
1: Yeah, yeah, for, for yeah for sure. I agree. Like you get for sure you get major new year's eve new year's day vibes with the song i'm not sure about like inspiring you for the rest of the year but this is like this is ideal for new year's eve uh type of song and and i enjoy pink um i the only album i've listened to hers is the truth about love which came out in 2012 so i've listened to that album a couple times but uh, i've enjoyed her music uh, you know, when I've heard other songs and, you know, she, she's really good. I, what I like about her is she's, you know, you have a lot of female artists like, you know, Molly Cyrus or um, Celine Gomez, like they had their music phase and then they had their bad girl phase. Like Pink's just always been hers. It, it seems to me, and I'm not sure cause you said she started in R&B. So I haven't heard mm-hmm. that release of. But she didn't seem like she just went to bad girl phase. She just went, and she's just being herself, like whether it's it's just her being a woman <laughs> in a sense, not like yeah, in a sense, yeah. She never went
2: through a bad girl phase. She is a bad girl <laughs> by all kinds exactly. of purposes right. of the word. She she was a badass from the get go. She's just somebody who was a trouble teen that actually knew how to sing and tried to get into the business and found her way in it, and then found her way in the music to become her own self. Yeah, so it worked out.
0: Sure. exactly uh you know yeah on stage too she's she's definitely bad girl oh, she'll <laughs> <I mean, laughs> she do so like she did like a dirty dance and everything <laughs> man she she brought some some guy up there and embarrassed the shit out of him it was hilarious she but did it was balancing and the whole nine man she's a bad yeah <laughs> she's in shape man uh you know like madonna and any of these other icons too but yeah uh no that's, that's, that's what i like about her though Is like she did come from like you know uh a story she had she had things going on when she was younger and she i think she really you know she just kind of like unleashed unleashed herself into music and yeah i, I appreciate your all's
2: perspective so, so uh Dietrich what you got man yeah i went left from everybody um everybody was choosing inspirational right. songs that that made me feel good i i chose one that was like Just a badass song that, that basically represented where I wanted to be. Um, it's coming from an artist that came from a group that kind of came out of nowhere, um, mid to late 2000s. Um, and really, really kind of shined as a group, so to speak, when it was really only two individuals that were heading up that type of group. Um, then they kind of split off and did their own individual things. And this, this one was definitely his individual role. Um, as far as the album itself, it got critical success um, from a couple of songs that were on there that, that you know, everybody liked to bang and come out with. But this is the second album, I believe, um, Always Strive and Prosper. And it's coming from an artist by the name of ASAP Ferg. And though it's not the... Um, can you all hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. All yeah, right, sorry. My, my, yeah, my audio did something funky there. Um, though it's not the craziest song that I could have picked, it definitely was up there as far as the most like riveting beat-wise, get your mojo going, get off your ass and get something done type of deal. So I chose S I heard and I chose New Level with Future and Future. I'm on a new level. 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 A- and the reason why I chose that is because one, that's one of my workout songs on my playlist. Um, I've got a a nice long playlist of rock, heavy metal, um, rap, uh, some pop, you know, some electronic just all over the place. Right. But this is one of the songs that I pick because it's one of the ones that I lift to. And when I get down into it, it just puts me on a a mindset like I want to be on a new level. I'm on a new level. Fuck everybody else and what they got going on. This is me leveling up, becoming a better version of myself than where I used to be. And uh, that's essentially where it came from. So even though Fusion wasn't too much talking about it, I know Asap Bird was. It, um, being um, hotels and, and roaches, and now you in four or five star hotels with chicks around the corner ready to come into your bedroom. So it's definitely <laughs> a level up type situation. And so. That's why I chose it. Just, just for that, just for that sense of starting off the new year. You know how everybody does when they say they want to work out. They want to get in shape. They want to get their money up. They want to change jobs. And then by about February or March, people start falling off (laughs) after the first 30 to 90 days of doing something. (laughs) And in this situation, I'm not falling off. Um, I've already got goals set. I know that those goals are achievable and I want my old. Or well, my new highs to be my old lows or yeah. Something what's what's this, what's the statement that they usually make? Um I That sounded right the way you said yeah, it. Yeah, new yeah. highs are my Sounds old lows. Yeah. Anyway, what do y'all think about this song?
1: I I like it, but I can tell you right now I can't sing it in karaoke. <laughs> I get myself in trouble. <laughs> uh no, it's 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 really a good song. I had a question for you about it because I was searching and searching so uh, about the the way he's spitting on the the song is is that five beat or a six beat because I'm trying to figure out like it kind of alternates, but then they hit that six note really high, but' it's, it's a very unique style of uh of rapping of spitting that um you don't hear very often, but it seems like you hear it more now. Because there's a song in um, the Spider-Man soundtrack, the uh, the animated one, that had that same beat, and I was wondering, is that a new style where like you hit the emphasis that sixth note, the sixth note or the fifth note? It's just a, a form of delivery based on okay. the speed it. Um, some people
2: are, are are going to the staccato type style that are that are really okay. beat driven and then trying to hit in between the, the snaps. Okay. And that style that was just the way he spit it.
1: Okay, well, because I, I was curious because because it's it's very unique that 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 style, and that's why I was curious if, if it was came out of a certain region or anything or if it was called anything specific, so:
2: No, it's not called anything specific, it's just it's just the, the form of delivery in which they, they put it to the track and it worked. Um, okay. How it came out. Especially with Future Part come in, um, he emphasizes that a lot you know, in the way that he comes with his verse, and you know it's it's heavily auto-tuned, so you definitely got to go look up the words if you're not familiar <laughs> with the style and know how to listen to it. But the delivery in it within itself was was just a, a exaggeration of the parts, so people would know exactly what he's saying, how he's saying, it, or what right. need to be emphasized.
1: That's true. Yeah, you catch you catch some words. He, he's like, he said something. Oh, I heard him say bitch. It's like, oh wait, really? he said something else. Like, it's like, okay, what's he talking about? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. All right. Anybody? Anyone else? else?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, was, I was gonna. Were you, were you going to chime in, Brandon? I didn't want to. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, I uh, I just I was curious to know. Um, the uh, the label that that did this what is it Honorable C
2: Note is that is it who did it That's Honorable C Note is the it? producer Yeah that's who produced it um, Yeah C Note's been around for pro- a very long time oh, Okay What else did they produce I was curious C Note has produced for so many different rappers um, A couple of R and B artists as well But um, mostly known for like his samples and his remixes of tracks. Um, putting, bringing in heavy bass between him and, uh, the best way to compare it or to say it is, um, just off the top. I can't think of how many different artists that he's produced for, but I would say between future, um, ASAP Ferg, ASAP Rocky. Um, I know he's done tracks for, uh, Waka Flocka. He's done it for MGK. Uh, Machine Guy Kelly, he's done it for, you know, several different artists within the game, um, that, that he's definitely actually produced beats for. So this was one of those, um, chain link bass heavy type tracks that just came in and dropped. And it's got a, I think he took a, a sample from Godzilla, um, he came, uh, <laughs> yeah. So he just yeah. took it and flipped it and, and came up with some crazy shit. So. So what what
0: is uh what is the style of rap for? I mean, there's because like all the the rappers that you that you listed, I haven't even really listened to Machine Gun Kelly. I know he's a newer artist, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, is there like like how many like there's a lot of different styles of rap, right? And this this does seem to have like what Taj is saying. It has sort of like that that like the same like notes that they repeat, you know, like right. the same six notes or however many. But it has like like a club sound, (laughs) exactly. You know what I mean? I can see walking up in the club with this
2: playing. Yes, it is definitely a club hit in in the sense. What what you were looking for is there's different styles of delivery when it comes to hip hop. There's coming from like 80s, 90s, where you had a specific bunch of everybody did their own collective thing. Like you had artists from Busta Rhymes to Speak Quick to artists like. Uh, Method Man that had their own straight flow delivery mm-hmm. Um whereas when Migos came out they kind of brought in a new style of I don't want to say speed rapping but they brought in a new style of incorporating a lot of words within a, a segmented style of flow and they kept that going and other artists picked that up and next thing you know like a whole new generation of rappers that are coming out now are in that same cadence style of flow where you know not uh, to right. say anything funny, but like <Integration> that's, 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 that's coming that. from that rhythm style flow where they're trying to put in as many words as they can within a rhythm. And in actuality, today's artists are a composite of that, but also they incorporate more of a harmonic flow with they're spitting versus just it's not just rapid anymore. Now they're actually rapping and singing on top of beats or they're coming with their own rhythmic type of style and, and throwing in a couple of chords on top of it. And it makes it a whole new style of of genre when it comes to rap.
0: Like, I think I almost think of like Busta Rhymes too. I know he's a little bit older of of an artist, but, um, and he has that kind of like that weird, like, uh, like, the the six tones and they're like you know just like mm-hmm. he, it's very offbeat really and mm-hmm. I, that, I found him very fascinating actually yes that, that's that kind of reminds me of like the older version of that like they evolved so like something like your pick your choice track by A, a-, a- Ferg mm-hmm. uh, is going to be that but plus whatever was happening at the time this is like 2015 right like this mm-hmm. wanna ago, but like it's still. That's like after 2010, I always use 2010 as a marker, but 2015 right. is like, okay, things are kind of like, I think neutral between like hip hop and rock and all these other genres, where yeah. it's just like everybody, they're all friends now. Everybody's like doing, they're doing songs with each other. They're mixing it up. The the mashups, if that's what they call it. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, you see more and more of that now. And so, like something like something like what A$AP Ferg might come up with, yeah, you, know, you might hear him playing with like Miley Cyrus doing it doing a song or something. I don't know, but yeah, I think that's cool.
2: <laughs> she actually did a song with, uh, um, oh shit, what is his name? She did a whole album with him. Uh, it's another oh, really? producer. Yeah, Mike oh. Will made it. Um, yeah, Mike Will made it. She did a yeah. whole album with him and, and, and That's like it. rap style flow. And it, it was funny the way that it came out, but it actually snapped. Like everybody was listening to it. Like it's, it's a whole mashup now. Like even with the newest artists that are out now, like 24 K golden and a couple of other folks, you hear elements of rock, you hear elements of pop, you hear elements of a rap, but it's all combined in one type of situation and that style of flow that comes out of it. Um right. there are some old school enthusiasts that want everything to go back to how it was when everybody had their own individual style of, of rapping. But I think in this day and age, you know, you really can't can't call it just, you know, your own style. You it's what you make of it. Um, there's a lot of people that try to use that style to get into the business and it just doesn't work. It's really your originality that that makes it key. Somebody could take a style like somebody else, but it's how you spit it and how you come across with it that makes it different. Gotcha.
0: That makes nice. sense. Yeah, no, I I see that. Like, yeah, Miley Cyrus did something with Metallica recently too. They had a, they had something come come out called the Blacklist, which was all kinds of artists doing yeah. all their song from the the Black
2: album. So, but that's just like one example of like, wow, okay, yeah, she's doing Pretty her cool. own like Joan Jet type phase where she's... Yeah doing rock songs now, or before she was doing country songs, then she was the being like rap songs. She's she's kind of like all over the place when it comes to her type of genre. And, and um, like we were talking about Pink earlier, Pink Pink went through different genres, but he, she stayed herself. You knew who she was. Whereas Miley Cyrus, I, I have no fucking idea who she is, one to the <laughs> next. So... I, right. I'm not mad at it. It works for whatever any and everybody. He just I'm not one of those. Now, that the there is,
0: of yeah. Now there is one thing I want to comment on. So so Taj, you said you wouldn't want to sing this at karaoke.
1: Yes. And
0: that's, that's I, interesting not, though that you said because like what if like this wouldn't be in a mashup? Really, it's it might be, but no. I, I'm the saying lyrics I, I are could... kind of like they're they're for the artist, right? But not everybody's going <laughs> to want to go around singing the song. Yeah. I guess. I mean, I actually really like the lyrics. Like, I think he's he's got a lot to say in the song. I think I know what Taj is trying to say. Yeah, but that—that's yeah. This is one of those songs where it probably wouldn't be a mashup or a
2: karaoke song for Taj. I mean, per if percent. you heard it on a kids bop album, you know the lyrics it didn't change, so it is what it is. It right.
1: it can't change the nice guy, right? Yo, on my nice guys.
2: you say I'm on a new level.
1: I'm on a new level.
2: Like, my nice guys. Yeah, that'd be crazy. Brandon, what's your thoughts on this, man? Chime I, say, I dug it. I
3: mean I, I know the artists, like I know both of them. I can't say I've heard that one. I've heard <laughs> other songs by them. But, uh, yeah, no, I dug it. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it was, it was an excellent choice. I, I think it definitely fits the theme. Um, yeah. And when you said that this was a song for like your, your workout playlist, it totally makes sense. You know, uh, like these days when I work out, I, I tend to listen to podcasts, but <laughs> if, uh, if I had the energy to build a playlist, I now have a song that I would want to put on there for for working out. Um so yeah, no I I really enjoyed it. I I'm a fan of of both the artists and uh it was nice to hear something that I haven't heard before. Um yeah, I mean it it was definitely one of the one of the the better choices this uh, this round for me. So, you know, usually Diedrich doesn't disappoint and uh you you did not disappoint once again. Uh so yeah, It's a really good song. I I could definitely see myself listening to it many times. Um, I probably wouldn't play it uh, in front of uh, my coworkers only because they're like, dude, what are they saying? I'm like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You know, new year, new me. Don't worry about it. You're
0: at a new level, Brendan. Yeah. Listen to
3: the message, my friends. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, no, it's a good song. Good choice. Uh excellent. Cool. I'm I'm glad you introduced it to me. And like I said, I knew both the artists, but I'd never and never heard that one before. So
0: Nice.
3: Yeah. Well, uh Taj,
0: what you got, man? What's your uh thing oh, <laughs> All
1: right. So with when, when you described the, the the theme, so you said New Year, New Me, and then you'd said uh-huh inspirational or or motivational. So I I kind of ran with that. And so like I went very much through like a whole playlist of like inspirational, motivational, you know, and I made a short list. Um, You know, there was some songs that kind of match, but I was kind of looking for a real specific song to like motivate yourself to to keep going. (laughs) And so the song I ended up going with was fight song by Rachel Plath. And it's, I mean, it's one of those songs, like, it just, you just keep fighting. I and mean, that's the message of the song. Like, you get up and you just keep fighting because you got more fight in you. And, um yeah, the, it's, yeah, it's a little poppy, <laughs> but, you know, the, the message is there. And it, it's, the message actually is kind of more clear and concise than, like, songs like Fireworks or, you know, you know, Wrecking Ball is more kind of like about breakup. Um, you know, there was, what, what was my short list? I can't go over what my short list was. Cause it was, th- there were songs that I was listening to and they were like, yeah, they were motivational, but some of them were like coming out of a breakup. It, whereas fight song is very much just like, Hey, this is just a song about keep going. You know, it's not, it, there is no breakup. There's not, you know, some existential crisis. It just, you yourself keep going. <laughs> so, but Yeah.
2: Uh, it's all good, man. I thought that was a beautiful choice, especially for you. Um, that was, that was a good choice. Uh, it was one that I recognized pretty easily from being in commercials and, and other usage around the internet and such. So I, I definitely understood it. I dug it. As soon as I heard you say or you said that that was going to be your song, I immediately thought of you coming out as like a UFC fighter (laughs) to that song and and getting knocked out.
1: (laughs) But
2: but that was that was that was that was your that was your motivation. And I I saw it and it was like, yeah, I I definitely could dig that. Um, It's got a good lyric base to it. Um, It's definitely one of those motivational hits that. It is poppy. You can sing it in front of the kids and at your office party. Um, you might be drunk singing it, but at least it'll be fun. You know, the right. words across and everybody can sing it with you. So it doesn't make you sound too bad. So <laughs> <Right>. uh, <laughs> Exactly. Uh, good pick. You mentioned fireworks and wrecking ball, so I can see yeah. that you were on your pop tip. Um
1: Yeah. What? yeah, my, my other short list was skyscraper, roar. Yeah, um, I thought you were gonna say roar.
2: That's what yeah. I thought you were come with. Um, so, yeah, this was a nice little surprise. I take it. It's good. Oh, okay. So,
1: <laughs> Brandon.
3: <laughs> uh, all right. Here it comes. So, one of my favorite shows in the 90s uh-huh. from, uh, was a, a show called The Critic. In the words okay. of Jay Sherman, it stinks. Uh, I, am, I was not a fan. I was not a fan of this song at all. I tried to listen. I listened to it twice. Okay. It was hard to get through the second time. It didn't grow on me. Um, grow. I just feel like this song was not written for a man in his forties. Um, you know, I I feel I, I was actually kind of worried for you. Cause I'm like, how did you find this song? This song was not, we sh in our forties we should not be listening to this. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's I mean, it, it, are they talent? is she talented? Sure. I mean she can sing, don't get me wrong. But um no man. I'm sorry. But uh <laughs> I it just I don't know. It but it kinda makes sense that you picked it. Uh, right. I'd be concerned if Dietrich had picked it or Damon <laughs> right? had picked it. So <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it just wasn't for me. Uh, I, yeah, I get, I get the whole, like, I get the message. I get what she's trying to say, but right? I don't know. I just, I found the song very bland. I didn't find it, uh, unique or original at all. And I'm like, for a song called like Fight Song, it just makes me want to turn it off and watch television. <laughs> um, you okay. Know, so anyway, you know, what's going to happen, Right. I mean, I know. I was gonna say know. something during this episode where I'm like, "Yeah, I don't like it." And uh, <laughs> congratulations, Taz, you you
1: won. <laughs> I know, um, but, but you know me, I like the women artists, so that's that's oh, always no, been. And, and it's totally, like, and you know, again, kudos to her. Like,
3: there is not right. is for this song. It's just not for a guy in his forties. And again, <laughs> it's more. It has more to say about you then
2: it does not hurt. <laughs> so. now, I, I, I'll stick up with that a little bit, only because, like, my song shouldn't be for a man in his 40s. <laughs> what are you
3: talking about? I yeah, no.
2: I'm a hip-hop head, but I know more about, you know, today's music that's out right now than half of the people my age. And they're like, what the hell are they saying? And I'm like, oh, yeah, they're saying this and they're like, oh, hell, why are they talking about that? And I'm like, let me <laughs> shut up now before I, I act like I'm too young.
3: I, I feel like it's a song <laughs> for like teenagers and people in their early 20s. Uh And like, I, and, 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 I don't know.
1: I can see where you're coming from with that. Yeah. I you can.
3: know, like, yeah. But, again, like, i i I understand that she's talented it just it wasn't for me and okay uh, uh, and that's gonna happen because you know
1: yeah and and i'll i'll be honest i haven't listened to like any of her albums i just mainly know this one song so i mean and i did know the song before i did research so like i've heard this song plenty of times before so
3: see that's good that makes me feel better but then also again (laughs) Why are you listening to songs that are written for people who
1: are teenagers or in their early 20s? Come on, man. Uh, 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 Because I have a wife and a daughter, and I can't control the radio when my wife drives. And she drives all the time because she gets motion sicks. <laughs> okay, I get it. Okay, that's fine.
2: I mean, that's damn, the, that's a good ass reason. That's,
3: that's, 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 you should go on a podcast and subject your. That's friends, a good reason. You know? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm opinionated. I guess it's a new year, same me.
2: Nah, <laughs> we're good, man. Uh, it's just. I hit the spot. It was like, damn, that was a very detailed reason. So I'm not right. even mad at it, bro.
1: Anyway. Yeah, no, I got you. I got you.
0: Well, oh, now <laughs> you can you can feel better when you're dropping off your kid or uh, right. like in the car to the grocery store with your wife and Rachel Platten, right? I think you
1: said <laughs> Platten, right? Platt, yeah. Platton. Yeah, I probably um, said it wrong. Sorry. Wait, wait. Can I say one more out thing? There,
3: I want to yeah. like, go back to saying Taj was listening to it in the car. Like, if I if I pulled up to the school zone, I would turn it down because I'd be embarrassed that people would hear it. <laughs> okay,
0: you don't want to blast this when you drive Go by. ahead,
3: Damon. Sorry.
0: Yeah, Fight's on. I mean, uh, so this came out in 2015, too, right,
1: Taj? Yeah.
0: Yeah, it did. Okay. Um, do you know, like, did she have a lot of albums before this, or is she kind of a new artist?
1: Uh, around right? It looks like that was her second album that
0: came out, so... Oh, okay, so she's, yeah. I think she's kind of like related to like the same kind of music as Katy Perry, a lot of that stuff. But Katy Perry has a lot of really cool stuff. She did like a Super Bowl, I think, one year, didn't she? Right, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Um So I, you know, like Rachel, Rachel Platten is a great artist, great voice. I think that, I think that this, yeah, this kind of this kind of song. It probably is so feel good that it, like, it probably wouldn't be my choice pick for something even to get motivated, because I would just feel silly. I might start laughing at myself. I couldn't <laughs> see working out to the fight song. Maybe another fight song, but not this. But right. no. I will say it's, she's a great artist, great voice, and I, I haven't listened to her other stuff, but I'm sure it's great. So, oh, okay. Aside from the fight song... She probably is an okay artist. I wouldn't mind hearing it on the radio. I'm not going to go buy her record. But, <laughs> right. And I'm We're not going to do a, I'm not going to do a, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But I'm not going to do like a, you know, a toast to the fight song. But I gotcha.
1: I gotcha.
2: Okay. Sorry, Taj. I think That's two okay. stars out of five. Ain't no know, I know, I know apologies <laughs> here. There's no sorries. You're right all right no, i'm not sorry new, new do me yeah not sorry <laughs>
0: not sorry oh, got there you, you no, go just kidding uh but yeah so yeah
2: cool brandon yeah, Rachel, what Rachel, you got Rachel man
0: Clinton. all right no oh, i get
3: to it's my turn um <laughs> oh you didn't already I don't, <laughs> want, I don't want to follow after i just like brutalized taj because he's like man i I can't wait to say what i gotta say you were just kidding <laughs> right
0: you're <were> just kidding <laughs> Bye.
3: Am I kidding? I mean, I don't want to ever hear it again. Uh, so anyway, yeah. But again, she's talented. Um, okay. You guys ready? Yes. yes. All right. Here's my choice track. So, you know, when you gave, gave me that theme, I wasn't sure really what that meant. Uh, New Year, New Me, whatever. Um, and I mean, there's a lot of like New Year songs and stuff like that and songs about like getting pumped up for the new year. Um I went with something that to me was is a very honest song, a very self-reflective song. Um it's also an artist that I'm a big fan of and I've seen I've seen them perform. Um and I know they're not for everybody, but they're totally for me. And uh it was the song from Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros, and the song is called "This This Life. It comes from their self-titled album from 2013. Um, I've always been a big fan of, of that song. I've a fan of many songs by them. Um, I don't think this is my favorite album by them, but this song definitely, definitely resonates. Uh, and I think it's, I, I just, I've always loved his, uh, his vocals, uh, Alex Ebert. I'm such a fan of his vocals. I'm a fan of the musicians, the talent in that band. Um, but this song specifically, I feel like that song speaks to me. Um, every year, you know, I always feel kind of the same way. At the beginning of every year, I kind of feel like, is this my life? You know, I know, like, it's about to get very, very therapeutic here. And I'll try not to, and I'll try not to get very emotional um but every every year it's always the same thing where you know beginning of the year you're like is this it is this what is this what life is is this what i i amount to and uh is is this all that's that's gonna happen uh is this life really good for me um is this you know is this my life you know um and i feel like this song really reflects that it really it really nails it for me and uh you know, kind of puts things in perspective and, and, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know what else to say. I mean, just listen to the song and, uh, like, I, I, I would not, I, I would be surprised if you don't feel something or if you don't connect with it somehow. Cause I, I really feel like they're really, they're, they're saying something that I think any, everybody can relate to. Um, you know, it's definitely not, it's definitely not a workout song. It's not a song to like, usher in the new year but it's a very like i said it's a very self-reflective song it's it's almost like therapy in a in a like five minute song so um yeah that's that's my that's my choice track uh this life by edward sharp and the magnetic zeros okay cool
0: yeah man oh. no, that's I, i'm right there with you though because like that did my theme New Year New Year it doesn't necessarily have to be like a like an upbeat. I'm gonna go to the workout or whatever whatever my New Year's resolution is or you know something to be positive. It could be a reflection, and that's what it is for you. And that's great, man. I I think Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeroes are great. I saw him live at South by Southwest. I think it was 2012. If I'm wrong right on the year, then it's possible. It's so long ago, but. I believe that year I saw a ton of bands. I had a badge that year. I saw, um, I won the badge actually playing rock, paper, scissors, crazy. But, uh, who, who does that? Right. Who, who plays rock, paper, scissors and gets a South by Southwest badge? But I got to see these guys and they were playing with Mumford and Sons at the Paramount. Like, holy shit. That's like, that was a great, um, double feature, I guess if you want to call it. But uh having having two bands like that, like Mumford and Sons, yeah, they're good. They're not necessarily my my most favorite band, but they kind of seem like they would fall in line with something that you would like brand in. Um with some of the picks you've had.
3: No, I mean I'm I'm a big
0: fan of uh well, I like early Mumford and
3: Sons as yeah. well. And um I've I've actually seen our sharp play live um uh, and it was like they almost cancelled the show because of a, a thunderstorm and oh, like really? was, there was rain and lightning and then oh, all of a sudden really. it cleared up and they went on stage and put on a hell of a show
0: that's the best when you have bad weather you think your band's gonna be canceled and then things prevail and you get to watch them yeah, yeah. Reminds me made like an acl one year um saw so many good bands i think i think depeche mode was playing that night i think the cure was there that year it was like a ton of really good bands and well, Dropkick prop- Murphys, i think but yeah. it rained and they still played.
1: Well, uh, and plus, great. yeah, well, plus a shout back to one of Brandon's other picks is like Old Crow Medicine Show. There was a time where oh, yeah. uh, 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 Edward Sharp and the Meg Zeros, Mumford and Sons, and Old Crow Imagine Show did a, was it Red Railroad tour? It was called Red- Big Easy Express. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's uh, right. And oh, so man.
3: Great, great documentary if you ever get to watch it. Or you guys can come over and watch the
0: Blu-ray that I have. <laughs> right, we could do we could do yeah a little hangout. Um, I think a little slumber party. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think to do a watch party with Taj. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's yeah, right. It'll be like a you know to do like a remote viewing. Yeah, yeah. Cool. we'll we'll have like a, a virtual beer for you. Uh, gotcha. I think that's what they were promoting actually, Brandon. Um, they were promoting that. That documentary. It was a documentary, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's well, the I mean, scene they, time they did that. It,
3: it was a it was a series of concerts, mm-hmm. but they, they but they turn it into a documentary,
0: right? I think, Yeah, they did like something with self by film, and then that's why they did the music too. So it was like they were kind of trying to hit all all aspects of it. But uh, yeah, you know, like okay, so that that song's really it really hit me cuz it I like songs that are slower. I get emotional sometimes, you know. Sometimes songs get the best of me. They'll, they'll remind me of, you know, people I've lost or good times I've had or whatever or the hard times, you know. We've all had all of that, I think. Um uh, or some of that. But the uh um uh, the, the lyric that it, like I think is great, like it's also really haunting, kind of like disturbing. Is I've been trying to pretend that death is my friend. That's like it's it's like you're faking yourself out, thinking everything's going to be fine, everything's good. I guess I I I almost can relate to that because it's like you think about like what are you doing in your life now? What do you want to do later? And you have you know a timeline, right? But that's like that that song puts it all in one place, and yeah, that that definitely hit me. So (laughs) no, no, I
3: mean. Well, the one uh, of the lyrics, the one of the lyrics that gets to me is when he yeah. says, like, this life ain't good for me or this, you know, this life ain't for me now. And then they go liar, you know, like there's saying like, calling him a liar, you know, I, I, I know right. what that feels like, you know, like, like you're like, am I lying to myself? You know, like I'm like, no, this isn't what I wanted. And then, you know, they're like, someone telling you, no, no, this is exactly what you want, but like you're trying to break these chains, you know,
2: and I, right. I, anyway, sorry. Nah, Go it's ahead. all good, man. Um, it's awesome, man. I, I'll jump in and say this. For one, when I heard the 1950s style delivery and when it came in, I already knew it was going to be one of those that made me self reflective So then when the lyrics hit, um, it literally touched me to a point of going back to a time where I was, I had like suicidal thoughts. At one point in time, especially in my teenage years, I wasn't sure what I was going to do after injuring my knee and not being able to play football on scholarship and and parents arguing back and forth and losing people at the same time. So I definitely have had those thoughts in between time and it was kind of like a wrestling or a back and forth tug of war with your mind and your heart. So, you know, it's definitely a reflective state of where you've been through, what you're constantly dealing with now, and where where you're trying to be. And you can lie to yourself all you want. And even in the lyrics within itself, you can lie to yourself a lot, but you don't lie to anybody else. You know, kind of that kind of hit me a little bit um from where it was coming from. So for me, uh it's definitely one of those songs that I would I would play either on or after New Year's just for reflection of of everything that I've gone through. And I thank you for introducing me to Ever Sharp because that was one of the bands that I did not know anything about. So yeah, this is, this is definitely hit that note where I put everything in perspective. Like we've had our party songs, we've had our, our workout songs, we had our motivational songs, and now we've got our reflection song that, that really tugs at the heart and makes you, makes you understand what it is to be human. So Uh I appreciate y'all for that. Oh man. Nice. Yeah.
1: I like the song. (laughs) (laughs) I agree with you, Brandon. it's, (laughs) <laughs> it's not their, their their best album because I remember having their first album and I loved that one. And then this album, I remember buying and, you know, I, I haven't gone back to listen to it. So I'm glad to have returned to this album to at least hear the song because uh, cause it is a really good song. And yeah, his voice is distinct for sure. So,
2: but yeah. But All
1: right.
0: Nice. Yeah, wise guy.
1: <laughs> so uh
0: yeah I, did i say that my favorite song was home it's the only one i really knew from edward sharp yeah it was a it was a pretty big hit actually in 2009 but yeah, yeah. That's, that's the one i knew no I, I i think it's a great band but uh yeah thanks for sharing that no thank you guys Every, for- everybody thanks oh, for sharing. thank it. you all right ready. all right so we're we ready to-, <laughs> we need to bring up the
3: the the <laughs> momentum here. <laughs> right. Damn it, man! You made everyone depressed, Brandon. <laughs> Come
2: on. Oh man! Now we oh, have definitely. to wait another year. Now, okay oh, yeah. right. uh, that's the way 2021 went. <laughs> yeah, right. 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 right? Yeah. All right. So One let's uh years. switch the record, flip it over okay.
1: to side B, mm-hmm. and drop that needle on side B. All right, so
0: yeah, we're going to drop the needle. Okay. So yeah, yeah so side B, we're going to we're going to go through um uh the, my choice my choice album on side B here. And I hope uh you all did your homework. I think some of you did. Some of you didn't need to. But so my my choice uh pick and I you know briefly mentioned these guys already in the last episode, but uh, we, we talked about pronunciation of the name. <laughs> I thought it was Haim, which is sounds right to me, but
1: Haim, right? Haim? No, it's Haim. rhymes it's with Haim. Haim. You said Haim. You were saying Haim is what you were saying before. Oh, Haim. I thought Haim. you said Haim last time. No. But, but that,
0: that sounded too much like like uh, like Haynes or something. Like no 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 no, that ain't that ain't what the name is. But yeah, so Heim is a uh, it's a so they're a really good band. I've seen them live. I actually my my story seeing them live was South by Southwest 2012. Of course, I think that year 2012 is just everything. But I I saw them at um, a show where. I believe they opened up for Vampire Weekend. Vampire Weekend's a great band, too. But but Haim, uh, they were brand new. I was in the crowd. Um, this is for the album Days Are Gone, by the way. So Days Are Gone, Heim, Haim, um, I was in the crowd. I was talking to these these folks, and we were talking about music, and they were talking about Haim and uh, how they were a new band, and they really liked the music. And then uh, I get to talking and I find out right before the band goes on, I'm standing next to one of the producers, the record producer for this band. And so they went to the show. They went to South by because South by is huge, right? Why wouldn't someone like that be there? Uh But they were in the crowd and they, you know, they just wanted to see him from that that standpoint, see what they, you know, what the show was like just as a fan. And uh yeah, they just signed him. And I think it was like right after, like, I don't know, a month or two after they're like, they're doing shows like South by really good promotion. They got, uh, the three sisters are from California. Uh, I think there's like a little, there's like a documentary or something out there about them too. Uh, so you can see their story. You can see what they're all about. I've seen them live, I think three times. I've seen them in ACL twice, I think, and then South by Southwest. Um, but yeah, so a really good band um days are gone i mean this is probably i think at the time i was working night a night shift so music is like really important for me to get through my my day or night right at work so this is one of those albums that i I could just listen to uh over and over again and it has this has that like melodic sound pretty low key but then they also have some like upbeat songs too I think that, um, there definitely could have been a pick off of this for New Year, New You, New Year, New Me. Uh, but the first song, my track that I picked was Falling. I think that the intro to that, just the way it, it starts off, it's like the harmony between these, the, you know, all of their voices. Like these, these girls are great and they, they were pretty young starting out too. they they have like a couple of albums out now since for a while they were on hiatus i think this is like the only album for a couple years and then they they just they started putting more stuff out and cranking out more music and now they're i think they're they're recently in a movie um they're doing all kinds of stuff so uh yeah i i personally think they're great i i got to high five a couple of them in the crowd after the show they came out to hang out with the producer and I just happened to be standing with them talking to them and I got to high five them all and they're all like talking. and It was great. Um, unreal <laughs> South by Southwest is unreal. So, uh, hopefully this next year is going to be great too. Uh, looking forward to it. But so what do y'all think? Uh, what do you think, Drake? I was kind of interested to think or to hear what you thought about, uh, Heim as far as like a new, oh, I- a newer band. Yeah. I don't know if you know much about them, but you know, they're from California. So. A lot of things
2: come out of that area. No, I I definitely, um, am, I'm cool with them. Um, I know they came out 2013. Uh, they just released the album. I think it was July of this year. Um, it's, it's, uh, Women in Music Part Three. Um, so I downloaded that. I definitely have that. Um, yeah, I was, I definitely love the album. I like the, the subtle play on tracks. Nothing has is overbearing. Nothing is. Like slap you in your face type music. It's all easy going and listening to. Um, very, very talented, especially in their expectation that they choose and the way that their voices come across on the track. So it was very well produced. Um, my favorite song on, on that album is Don't Save Me. Um, I don't know why it is that that song stuck out to me, but it definitely, um, it definitely hit the right spot with me and in, in recognition of what they're talking about and how they're coming through. So, um, yeah, I definitely love him. Huh? Uh, I got a, a good vibe for them. They're they're not quite go go's, but they're definitely up on right. the list when it comes to me. So, you know, we're 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 on the good spot. They're good like one. the oh thanks man. Yeah, the, the, they are like the new version of like
0: the go go. So like I think <laughs> they're not the go go's, but they're sisters. <laughs> they're actual sisters. Right. But so they they are bringing forth this like new found mm-hmm. respect for women in music. I think in then they have these albums, women in music. So like, they they really believe in that. And they, you know, they, I just think they're a great show. Like, like the one, one of the sisters, she does like a weird thing with her mouth. That's her signature thing on, on the stage. And they all have like, kind of like their own little act, you know, when they're singing and, um, no, it's just, it's a, it's a great time seeing them live, uh, yeah. for sure. It, it, and, uh, so I believe they started in 2012, like, this album—I don't know if it was released 2012, but it, now that you see 2013, I did see him in 2013 at South by. So that would
2: have, right. yeah, that would have been 2013. And I heard about them through a, a couple of people that went to South by for that year and and saw them live and saw them perform and came back. And I originally That's thought songs. they were from Austin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I thought, thought they, they, were they were from Austin, Austin at first. yeah. At first, so I was like, "Yeah, a local band, making it." it in, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they definitely fit into the groove. And I was around the time where everything was changing in Austin, anyway, so it kind of worked out. Yeah, so.
0: exactly. Uh, that, that that was so true, man. Now that, that that was a great show to see too. Stubbs is like not my favorite venue. You know, it gets kind of packed real quick. Yes, real. But quick, uh, yeah. that's that was a really good place for them to be. And to see Vampire Weekend with them in the crowd, just like they were like hanging out where I was and it was unreal. Anyway, they were nobodies at the time. I got I was lucky I got to see them uh in that in that way. But uh yeah. What do you what do you think, Brandon? I know that this is maybe a band you've heard of.
3: Oh yeah, man. <laughs> um, you and I are totally uh in sync about this album. Um I'm a big fan. Um I think I discovered them probably when they first came out or about to release the first album. I, I can't remember, but, you know, I I have the CD. Um, I've been following their career. Uh, I, I'm glad that they are well-known because I think they're very gifted. Um, they have a great sound and uh, great harmonies. They play their instruments. Um, you know, kind of a seventies, eighties and nineties hybrid. Um, yeah, I, I love, I love this album. Um, it didn't take much for, for me to, uh, to like do my homework. I'm like, I haven't listened to this album in, in a while. I will totally do this and I'll do it again and again and again. And I don't get sick of it. Um, yeah, I, I'm a big fan and uh and i i i still like the music that they're they're making um but this album i'm this is probably still my favorite um so yeah i'm definitely um big fan of fan of this band Uh, i think they're all very gifted and uh very talented and um it's a great choice great great album and and uh yeah didn't take a lot of convincing for me to be like yes so um if I had to pick a choice track, dude, it is hard because I, I, there's so many songs that I love from this album. Um, just from the very beginning with that first one, you know, big fan. So, can you guys hear me? Okay, cool. Yeah, you're good. I just want to make sure I, I wasn't, I wasn't sure. I'm like, wait, am I muted? <laughs> um. So anyway, uh, if I had to pick a favorite track, man, like I said, it would be really difficult for me. Um, I think your choice, uh, both of your choices are very good. Uh, Falling is a great song to start with. Um, and it would probably be either like The Wire, uh, Don't Save Me or, uh, Let Me Go are my favorite tracks. So, uh, but Falling is a great song too. So yeah. I have a lot of, a lot of favorite tracks from this album. So it, it's hard to pick. And when it's hard to pick your favorite track, you know they're doing something right.
2: So. Exactly. Yeah, that's a good thing. That's a good thought. Good, uh, good bring up. Um, The Wire is the first song I heard from them that I thought was their actual first single. Um, so that, that came across and was like, Oh, this is, this is something new. So I definitely can vibe with that and everything that you said following up on the situation. I'm all in. Taj, what you got, man?
1: <laughs> so, all right. So my, I'll, I'll give you my tracks first. So, uh, it, it's, it's either going to be the wire or honey and I it, it, more than likely it's going to be the wire. I know that's their, their pop hit. Um, it's, I don't know. I was, it, it, this reminded me of, of, a uh, best coast again. <laughs> no, I, no, it, 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 it did. That's the whole thing. I, I did not have an easy time listening to this album. It reminded me of best coast. Um, uh, I kind of liked it a little bit better uh but i just yeah and i think so i'm surprised brandon how you came in damon i think i finally understand you with your music because comparing this and best coast you like having that music in your background where it makes you feel like you're in a cinematic moment but then you have the lyrics come in and 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 that's 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 where I get with Heim and Best Coast. That's that's the two corresponding things that I see in relationship between these two bands. Uh, but it's yeah, it ain't, it's not quite my jam. I'm so. going to completely disagree
3: with you. They are not the same at all. Really? They're both from
0: California, but that's, <laughs> there, so there there is there is a little bit of a vibe in California with some of these bands that did come out around the same time that will have like a similar, like they don't follow that. They don't probably don't have the same bands that they follow. Like they didn't start their band based on the same things. I think that like you got a solo artist and then there's like a two, it's a two person band for, for best coast. Then they have like, kind of like interchanging, like other band members, maybe the same, I'm not really sure, but that's, so you got a guy and a girl, like, like two kind of doing like the she and him thing, right? That's best yeah. coast. Best coast has their own thing. I like them for, I wouldn't say that like that necessarily, Like, yeah, I guess it could like bring me to like a, a fantasy in my head with like the music and like create my own movie scenarios and like, you know, right. stuff like that. Like music does take me there. It, it, it just makes me daydream sometimes. Right. Okay. Uh, which everybody's been there. I'm sure. But with, uh um, yeah, with, with Haim, they're, so they're like, so their family's really close, right? Like they're, they're a real tight knit family. And right. then you have these three sisters with their father, I believe's in the music industry that helps them kind of like develop, you know, what they turned into. And it, nothing like the Jackson Five, but like the Jackson Five was a family too. And, and they had a right. parent figure that sort of brought them to that place. But with, with Haim, it's like, uh, I would say a completely different story from Best Coast. But Best Coast is really cool in their own right. Um, I think that Best Coast, I love Best Coast. I think they're they're a great band. They're they're very I like stuff that's very melodic. Uh um, right. also has a little bit of like a like some rock to it and a little bit of a story too. Like right. I like all kinds of music, but that's that's where I think for these two bands, I okay, I could see where you're going with it. They, they might Kind of fit into the same category because of uh, the fact that there's like females. Are they from maybe? <laughs> they from California? Is, no, is that, that's not. That's, that's, not that's not not how how it, Like Haim
3: is a lot like the Beach Boys or something. You know, right? Are from
0: California? Right. But so so Haim, uh, just just to finish, it, I want okay. you say what you got to say. But uh, okay. for Haim, though, like yeah, listen to the new stuff too because it's not the same as days are gone but God. or you know days gone i think that's yeah so or days are gone yeah no, that's right uh, yeah. but uh yeah i don't know it, it, maybe they're not for everybody and some people might not really understand you know where they come from but they're very they're very talented for one no no um, no, no i, I agree know, with that. the lead singer right she's the sister that's the, the lead vocalist she has sort of like a, I'd compare it to like a younger Cher. You know, she has like a a little bit of a deeper voice, like Miley Cyrus does too. Like that, that carries it really far. Like I think that that sound is so just it's it, it could be played with like different types of music and, but they've made it work. But what? you know.
1: Yeah. Well let me let me finish, I guess. So what I was trying to say is that like, you know, it, I had I had found this album before, like before we did the podcast, and I know I tried it, but I didn't like it. And so and then when it came up again, I was like, I, I remember like I thought I listened to this album before, and then when I was going through it, and, and what I, what I was trying to say was not necessarily like it's <laughs> I couldn't distinguish all the songs from each other like I could. It the same thing with kind of that thing with best codes. It, and the wire really stands out with its its melody. So th- that's kind of why the wire's really different. And and I am curious to see what kind of their new newer album was. And, and so but that's where it, it just I don't know. it, it, it and that's why I'm surprised with you, Brandon, because like, you know, you like uh, you know Frank Zappa, and like every single song is different, and you like the 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 uh, musical changes. Uh, but yeah, so okay, sorry. Yeah,
3: no, I I I no, you're wrong, Taj. Hundred uh, <laughs> percent.
0: I have wrong. to agree with Brandon, but I'm not trying to rip on your choices. But yeah, make what? good choices, Taj. Make good choices. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, you're completely wrong
3: about your uh, your comparison to Best Coast. They are not the same, and uh, yeah. No,
1: but and I wasn't saying exactly the same. I was talking about more how each tr- the tracks I, are all similar. I get that, but like I feel like maybe you got to fine tune
3: your ear because every song is different on that album. Not like, like the feelings. No, every song of Best Coast sounds the same. On on
1: on Days Gone, no, they are all different. I mean, the Feelies had more more variation on each song than yeah, and that's why that than, was my choice. But, right, but but I didn't have as much variation as the Feelies. That's compared to Best Coast, yeah, they did. Okay, all right, but, that, but that's my opinion.
0: Yeah, you know? but I also see where you're coming from, Taj. I think you're kind of comparing like what I would like and why. Yeah. So, like, and I agree with you there. Like, this they do both have a very nice like sound where. I would want to listen to that, like driving in the car, uh, when I'm cooking, you know, doing whatever, drawing, Got you it. know, like, yeah, okay. no, that's, that's definitely, I mean, you get, you're right on track for that. Yeah. You nailed, okay. you nailed it, man. But, uh, yeah. So the three sisters, I just want to say again, like, so I could, you know, give them props, you know. So Elena, I think is the youngest. Danielle is the middle aged sister that's the lead vocalist. And, mm-hmm. I think her name is Esty. I don't know if it's Esty or, but she's the taller one, and she makes the really cool faces on stage, and she's like the the awesome presence. Where I I I, I wish that they would do this, like a like a a video where they're just like all dressed up like Kiss members, and she could do the whole like mouth thing, and that would right. be awesome. That would be really funny. But they're yeah, like like musically, they're they're like. They're well trained, they know what they're doing. You
2: know what I mean? So that's I, I, yeah. Yeah. I see where you're coming with it. I, I understand both parties or, or all three of y'all's uh, scenarios when it comes to comparing Haim to West Coast or Best Coast in a situation. I put it like this, times when it comes down to it, it's all about production. Sure. Best Coast production, even though they had songs and they all sound similar, the production on the song sounds similar as well. Gotcha. Whereas with Haim, um, there are a couple of there are a couple of tempos that are that are the same, but the, the way that the songs play out and the production that's behind it, miles different. Okay. That makes sense. Miles okay. different. This 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 comes across crystal clear, whereas on the other side it's a little bit muted and and almost lo-fi to a sense. Gotcha. And okay. yeah, it doesn't doesn't really uh doesn't really have the bandwidth in order to to pull off what they're trying to do. So they need gotcha. to switch up producers who who come up with songs, and it might have a better feel from it. But in this situation, yeah, Heim wins. Sorry.
1: Yeah, and uh, I got
3: you. in solidarity with Damon. Don't take that away from him.
0: <laughs> I got a win, man. Let me have it. Let me have all it. Right. Come on. Uh,
3: anyway, all right, so. Ty, you got some homework for us?
1: Yeah, I got some homework for you. Uh, I actually have uh, two guys here that I want you to listen to. Uh, The tall one wants uh, white toast dry with nothing on it. And the other one wants four whole fried chickens and a Coke. Okay. (laughs) Am I (laughs) a waiter now? Are you, like, getting trained to be waiters? Is that I know what he's doing. If you know what I'm doing... My pick is the Blues Brothers, but it's not the movie soundtrack. It's Briefcase Full of Blues, which is their live album. Um, so it's it's actually them live. Um, and so that was an album I owned when I was a kid. And so that's our homework. Briefcase Full of Blues by the Blues Brothers. <laughs> <So>. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so we'll see how, how interesting that turns out. <laughs> so. But yeah,
0: I'm gonna have to get a harmonica. I know it's your favorite, Tosh.
1: <laughs> exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. No. But yeah, everybody, <laughs> <is> somebody. <laughs> Surprisingly, that song is not on that album, even though I that's know. Under, there was no song. <laughs> I know, <laughs> you're yeah. it, just,
0: just gonna have a ride in,
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> T- Tosh, I real quick though, did you have a pick for heim Or were you just kinda like
1: oh F yeah this no, album? I, I did no, I said honey honey and me or the wire. Oh
0: uh, okay, okay.
1: Yeah. Is it honey and I, honey and me? Sorry. Honey, honey and, and I. I honey yeah.
0: and I, yeah. Yeah. So So props to props to heim um, right. um, and now we yeah, you know, we're gonna take a new adventure to Blues Town. <laughs> <The> blues. <laughs>
1: yep.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna buy a harmonica. <laughs> do it right so all right, all right. well A friend's gonna do yoga um <laughs> no so, I'm just kidding he's not doing yoga you don't want to see that no you don't
1: all <laughs> right well so you guys uh follow us on social media or uh on our website of choice tracks.com uh, or you can email us at choicetracks at gmail.com um this is uh let's go ahead and sign out i've been taj I'm Brandon. Oh, are you? Okay. I'm not
0: Brandon. You are. I'm Damon. I'm just Damon.
2: Uh. Yeah, and I'm Dietrich. All
1: right. We're going to pick up that needle, folks, but you keep spinning those choice tracks. Yeah, folks. (laughs) Yeah, y'all come back now, you hear was a good episode uh, what did you guys think uh, i i think I, I really liked my song tight song Ooh. but i you know i kind of felt like i could pick the song that was better for the theme but i really enjoyed the song it was a good song so
0: oh my gosh yeah oh this, the eggnog's kicking in guys
2: uh yeah i think
0: uh yeah, it was good it was, good. I could it was listen good to
2: it again uh for sure for sure yeah so okay. it's good to go back and listen to yourself Somehow you used to suck back in the day and now you're so much better now. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. No, I was really a mess. I was all over the place. But I'm glad we were able to to go take that little trip down memory lane, man. That was cool.
1: Yeah, it, I hope you all enjoyed it. Yeah. Plus it, it's nice to see that the the, the heim and hame uh, you know, uh debate still alive and kicking.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I always get that wrong. I don't know why. Even though I know it's hame.
1: Sometimes I say heim. I don't know. <laughs> Whichever way it's a good band. So, right. So, okay. Uh, well, um, thank you guys again for re-listening to one of our classic hits. Uh, just a reminder, uh, our homework isn't the actual homework that was on there. Our homework is going to be the uh, tapestry by Carole King. Um, but we want to thank you all and we want to wish you all a happy holidays. Um, I don't think I need to sign out again. Do we, we just sign out? <laughs>
0: happy easter (laughs) (laughs) uh i'm gonna get more
1: spiked eggnog i don't know about you guys but uh let's go ahead and sign out yeah we'll go ahead and sign out and some (laughs) of us is gonna be asleep in 15 minutes that's for sure (laughs) maybe five yeah Yeah, 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 yeah. hard three hard three all right Well, I've been Taj. And I'm
2: Damon. And I'm Dietrich. And uh, we're going to pick up the needle, but y'all keep spinning those choice tracks. Happy holidays, y'all. Feliz Navidad.